0: Welcome to the Homestead Revolution, where we explore the inspiring stories of families who have made the life-changing decision to leave behind the chaos of the city and embrace a simpler, more self-sufficient lifestyle on their homesteads. Join us as we speak with homesteaders from all over the world and hear about their journeys, challenges, and triumphs as they build their dream lives in rural communities. Whether you're considering starting a homestead of your own or are already living the homesteading life, you'll find plenty of valuable insights, tips and motivation here on the Homestead Revolution. So just to give you some perspective on who we are, uh, we've lived in the city for, you know, since I was born and I'm 30 something. (laughs) So that's how many years we have lived in the city, never lived in country before. What was the thing that pushed us to move to the countryside? Well, the first thing that we noticed is that in the past, only certain areas of the city were considered dangerous. Like, you you know you were not supposed to be there at a specific time, you know, a specific street or even, you know, a neighborhood. But it seemed like the crime started to spread into the suburbs. With armed robberies, car thefts, home invasions package thefts on the rise, uh, then we just decided it was time to leave. We were also frustrated with the decline in customer service at local businesses, the increase in traffic. It was horrible, like you couldn't go out specific times during the day. Like, you you could only go out between 9 and probably 2 p.m. Otherwise, you were going to be stuck in traffic. The number of road-rich incidents we encountered was you know, it was getting out of hand. Like we started, you know, here on the news, like a person got shot uh, because of a road rage incident. So it was getting crazy. We just wanted a simpler and safer way of life for, uh, you know, for us, our family. So here's a question. Why do people live in cities? Well, it's comfortable. Uh, There's some things that you get from living in in a city so you go to work and with the money that you get paid with the salary whatever you get paid you go to the store you don't have to deal with feeding animals (laughs) you don't have to deal with butchering butchering the animal you know you can just go to the store buy clothes like everything's readily accessible for you but all of that comes to a cost um and I guess that's what I started noticing. Like, as more people move into the city, the quality of life starts decreasing. And not only that, but as you know, the inflation—it's increasing, crime rates um, it's, its just making life less enjoyable. And that's another thing that I want to talk about: about food availability. Um, and this, I, I guess it was triggered uh, during the pandemic. Uh, I realized that the food supply chain is fragile. Uh, stores that usually are full, you know, stock up on, on supplies were struggling to keep up with the men. And we began to question the quality and safety of our food. This led us to start our, you know, research on a homestead, uh, buying land. What does it take? Uh, all of those things, it, it was a long process, we did a lot of research through YouTube uh, tech talk and you know, social media, I guess nowadays it's really helpful when it comes to that. So what we need, uh, we made a few movements with real estate, uh, solve properties and we were able to secure a piece of land. Now, if you're thinking about it, let me tell you, it took, it took a while. Um, uh, this was when the, when the market was hot, You had to, you know, if you want, if you found something, you had to quickly move and and try to snatch it. Because if not, then, you know, you will call maybe that same day or the next day and and the realtor will be like, oh, it's already sold. So it was, I traveled a lot of miles, probably, I don't know, 3,000, 4,000 miles uh, going all over the state uh, in Texas and Oklahoma and doing a lot of Internet research on different states. Uh, I even considered moving to Oregon and I did more research about it and obviously it wasn't the best choice. Anyways, it, it requires a lot of uh, research because, you know, it's a big decision. You need to look into weather, well, climate, I guess, climate, um, natural disasters in the area. If, I guess the most important thing that I learn about it, it's community um are there like-minded people in the area do they support uh homeschooling is the area good for animals and all of those things uh it's something that you need to look into so going back to the story after we bought our land uh, the first animal that we decided to get uh, it was chickens we had no clue how to do it i mean we've seen some videos but it's not the same um, I can tell you that it wasn't hard. The first thing you got to do is make sure you have the housing, The you need to have the structure where they're going to be uh, protecting themselves, the protection. So we got chickens and we got a few uh, dogs. Uh, and right away, we, you know, they were little. Well, we learned that they provide eggs, maybe after a few months for five to six months. Uh, but we ate, eventually we started getting some eggs, which was really good then we raised our own meat chickens and again we never done it before we went through the whole process of harvesting them <laughs> it, it was really fun and at the same time rewarding and this year we got our first flock of sheep but all of this that you're hearing we did it one step at a time as time and finances allowed it was hard work but the f- satisfaction we felt from growing our own food and building those skills was immense. So this is one of the things that you don't learn when you're in a city. You don't learn about how animals grow, grow. How what what do they eat? What's the best thing for the animal? Do they need medication? What happens if they get sick? It's. I mean, you don't see any of that in the city. You just go to the supermarket, grab the first uh, chicken breast that you see in the freezer. And you go home, prepare it, cook it, and and eat it, right? But, I mean, as we have learned, many of the practices in this industry is not very, uh, I guess, what's the word? It's not ethical, you know? And if you were to see how animals are taken care of, you probably wouldn't eat them. And that was one of our goals, Uh, self-sustainability, and also making sure, you know, knowing where our our food came from. And raising our own animals and growing our own produce has allowed us to do just that. And it's a lot of work, but the rewards are worth it. We're also more connected to the environment and have a greater understanding of the impact of our choices. Now, we we do not not only eat meat. We also eat, you know, our (laughs) veggies and stuff. Um, now the garden, it's a totally, it, it, it will take a whole episode for that. It's not hard. Um, you know, you, you need to know the basics, water, soil, good quality soil, but it does take some time to learn, you know, how are you going to plant it? It does take money to set up. I mean, it, it doesn't need to be really expensive, but it can get expensive if you want it to. Um... Again, it all depends on where you live, um, the the growing zone, how cold it gets, how hot it gets, all of those things. But it, again, it's really rewarding. The first time you get to eat your own tomato, you, you get to eat your own okra and all these different veggies. Like, oh, I mean, I don't have to buy it at the store. You can get it from for free from your garden. And I mean, it's not free. You obviously have to put in a lot of money on it. But again, you know there's you know you're not using any pesticides and things like that so again it's one of the good things that you get from raising your own um, veggies now one of the best things that i notice uh, living here it's movement and what do i mean by movement so when we we when we were living in the city i mean if you notice you're sitting most of the time like either you're in a car stuck in traffic. You're going for, you know, to, you're driving, you're commuting to your work, you're going to the store. <laughs> I mean, the only times you get to walk is either if you are actually doing exercise or you go to the gym or you're walking in the aisles of the store. Other than that, you're just either at home, watching TV, uh, watching YouTube, or you're sitting in a car. So the chances, the opportunities for you to move are very limited. And what I realized here, um, especially in, I mean, it all depends on how many acres you got or you're looking for. And that's, again, another episode for another day. But um, we don't have that many. We just got five and it requires a lot of walking. Like, And at the beginning, when everything it's not in order, <laughs> I'm just going to put it like that. Uh, you're like, oh, I need the drill. Where did I leave it? And then you're going to walk like, oh, it's over there. No, no, I didn't. It's not there. I need to walk another 100 feet just to get it in. And And there's a lot of walking around like, oh, uh, I need to feed this animal. And then you need to go get the water hose. Uh, but it's good. I mean, you feel good at the end of the day. Uh, you feel tired so you can sleep properly. Uh, you feel good because you did a lot of exercise you were under the sun you know it's good for the body to be under the sun not a lot but obviously uh, but it's good I mean you feel good you feel better I I, I, I lost a few pounds after coming here and I, I keep feeling better as I keep moving and walking and walking there's a lot of walking <laughs> now also one one other good thing that it was hard at the beginning, but it was really, really... Now that I see it, it's it was really helpful. When you move to the countryside, there are less fast food restaurants. And we were used to, you know, oh, you know what? I don't want to cook. Let's just go get some Subway or some chicken or, you know, whatever. But in here, I mean, the closest... The closest fast food restaurant is about 30 minutes or, you know, between 20, 30 minutes. So I don't want to drive 30 minutes just to get a not so good meal, you know, just average meal. So uh, it it takes like, oh, you know what? I want to eat. Let me cook something. But it has helped me set a routine where I have breakfast at a specific time and I have dinner at a specific time. And after that, I don't. I mean i just have some snack and stuff but that has helped me um maintain you know my my weight and also i mean it's food that i made so that's also good so this is just the beginning of our story you're gonna hear more uh as i talk to other people you know you're gonna hear more details about what we did how are you doing it we're still learning you never stop learning about animals Uh, Right now, I'm learning a lot of a lot about sheep, uh, how to take care of them. But but like I said, it's really it's really rewarding uh, all of the things that that you learn here at the homestead. Uh, I still got to work on my rain catching system, which we have one It's just, you know, it needs more work and many, many other things to be actually self-sustainable. But what I want to share with you, it's starting a homestead can seem overwhelming. The key here is to take one step at a time when we started doing this I, I had no clue of what i was doing it's just you take you need to take one step at a time it's not easy but the benefits of self-sufficiency and a simpler way of life are worth it if you're considering starting a homestead just focus on what you can do not what you cannot do it's a journey that requires hard work and dedication, but the satisfaction and rewards are immeasurable. And just as I tell my kids, you need to enjoy the journey. Just enjoy every step of the of the process. Try to find a community where you can get help, you know, and um, just have fun. Just have fun, and it's doable. A lot of people are doing it, and that's why this podcast is called Homestead Revolution, because there are many homestead homesteads popping. In the country, um, it's just happening. It's happening. The, the, you know, cities are no longer the best place to live, and this way of life is a lot better. I can tell you that. I don't regret my decision. We've been here for a year, um, and, and it's really fun. So, next episodes, so I'm gonna be talking to other homesteaders so they can share their perspective and how did they get there? Well, why they decided to? Star Homestead and all of that. So, I hope you have enjoyed this first episode of the Homestead Revolution. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.